0: Hello and welcome to the first Sheffield Digital Podcast of the twenties. I'm Ian Broom, and I'm joined by director Chris Diamond. Hello. But not Mel Canarek. Hi, Chris. Hello. <laughs> Who has a curious case of the post-Crimbo coughs and snortle toots? Our guests today are Martin Eggleton from UTC Sheffield, hi. and we're also going. Hi, Martin. And we're also going to be joined by Erin and Mercedes from Team Magenta, freshly back from their tilt at the World Educational Robotics Championship Finals in Shanghai. We're hoping to have Dr. Melissa Butt, founder of Discovery STEM Education in Kellam Island and chairperson of World Educational Robotics UK. But unfortunately, she's been called away today. Um, Hopefully, we'll be able to speak to her on a future episode. We're going to be chatting to Erin and Mercedes shortly. But first, we're going to ask Martin. We're going to grill Martin about the (laughs) competitions and how marvelously well Sheffield's robotics students have performed these last few years. Before we do that, we need to say a quick thank you. To Curious Arts for letting us use their podcasting studio on the 3rd of January. Um, it's very kind of them to open up, especially for us. Much appreciated. But uh, that's why it may sound slightly different to usual. Um, right, Martin, thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Um, before we get on to the competitions, which we, we want to do, um, maybe a little bit about yourself as well and your own role um, at the UTC and. and um, and uh, how this kind of, what seems like a boom in robotics came about for, for the for the city.
1: Uh, okay. Uh, I'm the skills trainer for computing at uh, UTC Sheffield uh, over at the Olympic Legacy Park uh, out in Um We're a 13 to 19 uh, year old school for, and one of our specialisms is computing. Um, my role is to organise the employer projects, teach programming and lead the robotics enrichment and related Trips out. Um, how did we get started? When we were looking at setting up um, the computing specialist uh, school, we, uh, the curriculum director at the time, uh, Colin Smith, and I spent quite a lot of time talking about how we were going to teach computing and programming, especially, and looking at loads of different technologies for robotics. Uh, we found one that we really liked. Uh, tested it out and discovered that there was also a competition about it um, and yeah from there we uh, when we started we um, joined up with the VEX competitions discovered it was a really good way of uh, getting the kids uh, interested and building things and uh, programming them so yeah it expanded from there luckily we've had really 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 good students
2: and uh, we've been really successful with it. So this is this is the vex robotics. That was the vex. So we started robotics, um, and and you adopted that. I mean, when did the when did UCC Olympic Legacy Park open? Twenty sixteen, I think, was yes. the first entail? September twenty sixteen. Right, um, and had you decided when it opened that that was the flavour of robotics you would yes. Yeah, so
1: training? that decision came purely from the educational side. Mm-hmm. Um, the the competition was a happy accident afterwards, but um, the uh, actual technology was uh, fit with the way that Colin and I uh, envisaged
2: teaching. Right. Yes, because it's hardware and you need physical space to to do it. They have to build an arena. Uh, Yes. uh, Did that come later or did you? Yeah.
1: (laughs) So by the time we had opened, we had decided that we were going to do the competition. We had uh, spent some money on the arenas and and got in. signed up for hosting an event and and things like that but the initial decision was entirely about the way that the hardware worked
2: in terms of teaching okay and 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 how it's programmed presumably so um so what what language and frameworks did you uh
1: so uh that generation was actually pure c (laughs) (laughs) so you decided (laughs) to teach
2: 13 year old c or was it?
1: It was 14 year olds at the time. Yeah, okay, because we, we lowered our. our <laughs> that year makes true. such a difference. <laughs> uh, but yes, exactly. We're a computing right. specialist in yeah. place. We believe uh, that uh, text languages is the only way to to, to teach right. professionals to in really the get close to the machine. Um, so um, it, that particular one does have the ability to be programmed in a. Uh, Flowcharts and in a kind of a thing that looks like Scratch. Okay, um, but we ignore that. <laughs> in fact, most of them have that facility, yeah. and we utterly ignore it. Okay, um,
2: no visual programming
1: for no, these kids. N- uh, not we us. It is obviously a really good stepping stone. Yeah, um, but um, uh, yeah, we don't use it, which is probably going to get me funny looks off Team um, Magenta when we turn up uh, <laughs> in a bit. Um, yeah, so that was C. Uh-huh. Um, we now use uh, Python yeah. on that platform and there's C++ in,
2: in other ones. Okay. All right. yeah. So it really it creates an opportunity to try out new languages and yes, to get into the nitty-gritty of...
1: Yes, yeah, so and we've just got Java for, for fun with our <laughs> new, the, the new competition we've just done. Okay.
2: So. Fantastic. And so, so you decided on VEX Robotics without the competitions in mind, yeah. I haven't really thought of it. No. Just as a as a platform for teaching coding. Yeah. And um, then but then there was a whole logistical overhead to actually getting a classroom converted into or it oh, was it's a new school, so I guess you didn't bother putting it, the conver- desks in to start yeah, the,
1: with. Uh, converting well uh, wasn't as uh, uh, as much a thing. Um I can't remember when we moved into that room actually, but um we had it um We we dedicated a room to it fairly early, Mm -hmm. Um, but we had lots of space in the first year because we only had kind of uh, two years out of the capacity for four. So um, yes, Uh, lots of room. Uh, We spread out a bit, Um, (laughs) and the robotics uh, um, all got um, the um, the vex stuff got set up permanently and.
2: Hasn't really been taken down since. Fantastic. So, so 2016 was the first year, and and and
1: I think we our first actual competition was in the kind of the February. Okay. Of 2017. Uh, Yes, which we did. uh, We learnt a lot. At (laughs) um, I think it's fair to say. Um, um, So we came last and second last. I think in our first attempt and then the next one we won so okay so was that was that a
2: national competition Uh, no so uh
1: we went to a regional i can't actually remember where but generally the vex and all of them actually have you compete within your school to kind of one select team if you've got a limited number but also because how else are you supposed to know how well you're doing so you compete with each other in school and then you compete at the regional level and then there's the Nationals and with the bigger competitions that we're involved in uh, you've then got like, a world final that you can uh, uh, aspire to get to
2: right okay so so the best team in the school gets to compete regionally
1: well it depends um, how many slots there are in VEX is generally four so okay. we have um, um, we generally don't have to compete that much but we compete between ourselves and at WER because the teams are very small that can be a,
2: quite a lot. Of schools have to have schools competitions okay. uh, to 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 wreck. decide who's going to represent them to represent them. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And so, um so you won the second competition. Yes. The
1: so the first UTC Championships. Okay. Uh, um, uh, that was uh, was it Silverstone.
2: That was a good day out. <laughs> Uh, and did that qualify you for the nationals or? Uh,
1: no we did uh, we, we were nowhere near nationals qualification the first time okay um, uh, it was uh, on our second attempt that we qualified to teams for the nationals uh, Unfortunately that year uh, nationals coincided with the snow oh that's right and we got stuck and couldn't go right uh,
2: so you qualify for the nationals but the team couldn't make t- it there yeah and so. uh,
1: in fact uh, um, our uh, older team at the time uh uh thomas and friends uh actually <laughs> uh I, they weren't called that that year i can't remember what they were called but uh they qualified for nationals on their first attempt ever they'd had access to the kit for about four weeks wow um and that's the the team who, who were um, really successful but a bunch of others qualified for for nationals that year and none of us could go right
2: so that's kind of an indication of um, how successful the computing teaching is, that they can they can pick up the kit and get coding in it and get physically building, do the mechanicals, yeah, the, all of the, that. The
1: mechanicals are not our uh, specialism; our we specialise in, in in the code side of things and winning that way. Okay, um, but
2: the the robots aren't all fixed in terms of their design, are they? Oh gosh, no. <laughs>
1: No, uh so mechanically they do uh, innovate and, and come up <laughs> with uh, ideas uh but uh, we kind of and then we add sensors to them uh, right uh which is the point ah, where quite a okay. lot of engineering schools will stop is yeah. uh, it is they'll have a physical robot and that's yeah. great uh and lots do really quite well but yeah. then we kind of really attack the program yeah, yeah, programming yeah. side so um,
2: and the, because these things are semi autonomous
1: Yes, so um, we're going to talk about the differences between them.
2: Yeah. right. So so just to clarify, there's, there's VEX, which is what you started with, and the, there's WER as well, which is yeah. a different well, do you, format. Uh,
1: unfortunately, I have to be a little bit more complicated than that. Okay. There's VEX VRC, which is the one that we do, and okay. then there's XIQ, which it, we've also had local success with, um, uh, and then... Which is for the younger children. Okay, uh, and then there's the WER, and which, and then there's first tech challenge, which we're also involved with as a school. Okay, uh, and then there's a bunch of other ones like Robo Sumo and Pi Wars and stuff like that. Right, uh, wow. the, which we're not involved in because no. it's, it's, I yeah. can only handle three lots at once.
2: So so okay. So where do where do VEX C is it VEX uh, what did VEX you call it? VRC VRC uh, VEX robotics competitions. Okay. Where, where does that and WER where how do they stack up against all the ones that are available? Are they more to the high end or low end? Is is that how it's? Um,
1: they are ones where te- uh, coding properly in text is available, so they count as my high end. Okay. Uh, um, they're also both of them really quite large, yeah. Um, um, and they
2: have global competition.
1: They have global competitions. Um, so vote and uh, yeah. So those are the ones that... We concentrate on. Um, in terms of size, I think just because uh, WER is um, runs mostly uh, what's came out of China, it's huge. There are a lot of people competing at the finals. Right? Yeah,
2: I've seen the photos. There's some something like. I mean, I don't know what it was like this year, but it was over eight thousand last year. I think. Yeah, it, it's that kind of size at the finals. Yeah. Jeez. Um, and also, as if I understand this right. The Chinese government sponsor teams to go to international competitions around the world as well.
1: That, yes, uh, that certainly uh, regional um, um, government bits. Um, I'm not sure how they organise things. Yeah. Have paid uh, for right. British teams to go, to go to uh, Chinese competitions, and that's fairly common. That um, you'll have your regional competition, and international teams will will come to it. So uh, our the European regionals that we've had um, uh, in Sheffield twice now. Um, we've had teams from Mexico and China come over, and this year we're, we're hoping to have people from all sorts of places. All um, right, fantastic.
0: This seems like a, an appropriate time to get Erin and Mercedes <clears throat> involved yeah. as we're starting to talk about uh, people who are actually doing the competition. Yeah, and, we're and to winning. find out. Also an appropriate time for me to <laughs> slip carefully away from the four microphones that we have. Here's the
2: noise. Okay, um, we've been joined by Erin and Mercedes from hi, Team Magenta hi. at the UTC. Um, and it's, it's, well, I guess that what we need to ask about first is um, how did it go? I, we don't even know how well you did.
3: Oh, yeah. China. <laughs> that thing. <laughs> no, we did amazing. Personally, I think we did Absolutely amazing. Uh, yeah. Second
4: prize. We got second prize, which is the highest the UK has ever scored in an international competition wow. such as this
2: one. Yeah. So second globally. Second,
4: second prize, prize, not second yeah. place. Um, ah. it's, the, it's based on percentages. So whereabouts you've come in the scoring. We actually got 24th place. <laughs> um, okay. Out of how many? Thirty-two. Okay. Um, but to separate people people's scores up, they actually do it on what percentage uh, of what percentage score you got of like the everyone. So if you got about in the middle, you'd be second. Oh, if I see. If you got in the top third, you'd be first prize. Okay,
2: okay, okay. So it's like a bell curve, and they yeah. yeah. They award you based on where you did yeah. against everybody else who's made the finals of the competition.
4: Mm.
2: Right, so so what was the competition like then? How did it go down? Absolute. How long did it take?
4: Right. It was over two days. Okay. Uh, each day was something like six to eight. Yeah, the, sure. the
3: first day was like eight hours. Mm. It was ridiculously long and we had a great amount of time. <laughs> uh, no, the first day we came across a lot of issues because turns out we're the only people in our um in our what division in our division use, yeah. who use, c, c, we we use are, c we actually code uh-huh. um and
1: literally the only ones in the world yeah we're the it.
3: only ones in the world coding in c at the everybody else is using flowchart dragging yeah. boxes around yeah yeah it's which that was quite surprising to me mm. in a competition where that's that kind of, you know, the main objective is to build so then, higher and you yeah. know mm-hmm. reach the new levels. But Do you um, think that gives you an edge? I I thought we kind of created a new category oh. b- with the issues that we made like we came up with which we'll explain. It. Um we kind of um it was I don't know, it's it's a lot different to coding in the blocks because you get a lot of help and it's more, you know, it's visual coding. So yeah. Whereas the C, I mean, we work on a kind of she's the engineer, I'm the programmer. Um, I had to learn an entire new language when we started doing. Were I'd never coded in the C before, and um, at UTC when we'd learned all of this, and we'd built on it in our workshops, it was um, it's a completely new learning. Environment when yeah. you're working with a program with a robot, yeah. and it the job the abelix did exactly what it was meant to do it was teaching the kids how to actually use practical skills.
4: It was definitely surprising for the both of us to s- not see more people using these skills that would be used in a real life setting right. instead of uh, just using flowcharts yeah. because being able to code and see has definitely helped, especially Mercedes, as she does it primarily, yeah. uh, helped with our academic success as a whole, as mm. we do computing at the UTC. Um, it's just an applicable skill that would be used in so many other places, yeah. but it's just weird that people don't use it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's, it doesn't, you're you, you haven't got that support. You've got mm. a flashing cursor and you need to know the syntax and you need to design your own data structures and yeah. code structures and... Everything from scratch.
3: Mm. It's really fun, you know. <laughs> <laughs> do, do, you, do you enjoy it? Is oh, it cool? I enjoy it now. Yeah, definitely. But um, at first, you know, <laughs> head scratching when I was yeah. yelling, um, Just you know, when you forget to put a semicolon and it's <laughs> as simple as that. Simple things like that. But, you know, you learn those things yeah. and you get through them struggles. And that's like the main part of the whole learning to, you know, actually program in a programming language. Yeah. But
4: as Mercedes mentioned earlier, because we use such um, high-tech, you could call it, um, methods, Mm. um, the competition really wasn't catered to us. Mm. Because we were the only people using C, we um, were using Krypton 8 as well, which is uh, mostly wireless. Um, We were trying to download code onto the robot over um, a hotspot. And because there was so much interference, oh, no. we were oh, yeah. barely able to do that on the first day. It was, so it we was, ran into so many issues.
3: It was awful. We had the entire tech team on the first... While mm. everyone's in the competition doing, you know, the competition, yeah. ev- everyone's running around us trying to get our robot to connect to our laptop so we can use our code. Oh, nice.
4: Yeah. They couldn't figure it out. We were telling them that this is broken we can't do this and they were trying the exact same things as us right. and couldn't and get you, it to work, it work. so was
2: yeah. it was an interference thing did you have to like go elsewhere to try and Oh it,
3: we ended up um figuring out the issue by like removing ourselves from the location but you know the normal like troubleshooting things of trying a different laptop trying mm. a different robot none of it works mm. the exact same issues it wasn't our equipment it was quite honestly just the environment yeah Mm.
1: eight thousand people will do that yeah (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) so you you mentioned a few things there you mentioned ablix ablix
3: so Abelix is the company that makes the robot kits that we use so Mm. we mentioned that our robot is krypton eight yes um that's the
2: name of that particular robot Yeah. the
3: the particular series of robot that is which is um so that's the Every single person in, in the entire competition uses some form of abalic robot that has been mm. approved by the competition. Okay,
2: but they're not all the same.
3: Yeah, you, not can all, yeah, have, yeah.
4: you can have versions such as the C202 version, which is slightly less high-tech than the Krypton 8 version. There are so many different competitions as well. You have the Flying Series. Um, ah. What's the little baby one? Oh, the little Oculus, Oculus or something.
3: They're, they're cute. Yeah,
4: <laughs> they have so many different kinds of... Uh, ways of doing the competition so you just it's not all about just building and coding yeah even people from a young age can get into it right
2: because so younger age yeah. groups are simpler robots yeah. and simpler tools.
3: Yeah, that's where i suppose like the whole blocks and scratch comes yeah. that, that comes in handy i just it's you know for when you're growing up and you mm. know going into the high school division you'd think yeah, It'd but it's be, not it's
2: yeah. not grown up programming though. <laughs> <laughs> so so maybe explain um, the differences between VEX and VEX. Was it VCQ? Was it uh, uh, VRC? Uh, VRC, VR, yeah. know, VRC the is worries. the um,
1: the competition that we're involved with and then there's the VEX IQ competition okay. as well. Uh, and then there's
2: the WER competitions mm-hmm. that there's oh. several of. So just could you just describe the challenge, the tasks, and the challenges, and how they're set up?
4: Having a bit of experience with Vex myself. I found. Um, where is a lot smaller. It's kind of like uh, Lego Technics. If you've ever used those. Okay, yeah, The robots <laughs> um, are smaller. Yeah the robots are a lot smaller. Uh-huh. Um, Vex you're given an 18 by 18 by 18 inch. Uh, size limit. In where you're only given 30 by 30 by 30 centimeters. Right. So, okay, it's, so it's a third. It, yes. it, yeah it's a lot smaller. It's a lot smaller.
3: Um, your map's a lot smaller. Mm. And the idea behind vex is you get your autonomous section whereas mm. WERT is entirely autonomous okay we yeah. have no control as soon as we put our robot on the mat and let it go and do its thing with yeah. the task models yeah. we can't, touch, can't it. touch it it just does mm-hmm. what it wants <laughs> 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 it's, it's despite you screaming at it oh yeah, yeah.
2: definitely <laughs> it
4: of course has its ups and downs um it means that you're more code oriented instead of, uh, physically oriented. So you don't have a controller to make the robot work, unlike VEX. Um, but I, I could say that I definitely benefit from being able to control my robot (laughs) with a controller.
1: (laughs) So, um, the VEX and the FTC ones as well, the, 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 um, the the first tech uh, challenge and the, uh, VEX Robotics Competition ones are done on this, um, uh, doing the maths in my head, it's about 10 feet wide um, and 10 feet long uh, arena, okay. which has this, that year's game in it. Yeah. And the um, the WER one is done on a two metre by one metre space, which ha- uh, which changes each year as okay. well. So they're often built around the idea of this annual different challenge you've got uh, at the start of the season they, they show you what to do how you score points yeah. uh, and for all of these different competitions you then think about how you're going to ch- uh, solve that challenge with yeah. the, the kit that you've got available um, so and that changes every year um, for, so, for all of them so
2: teams can't specialize in solving a particular oh, no, task. because you have to yeah. Yeah. re-strategize and come up with a whole it's new plan totally
1: yeah. every time obviously there are bits of things that um, um, you can use again and again. Um, one of our VEX teams has uh, been using the same kind of motors set up mm-hmm. for two years now. Okay. Um, but um, uh, yeah, everything else
2: yeah. about the robot changes. It's just like yeah. And so the the, the um, WBR is that can you build different robots within the parameters, or are the robots pretty oh, much set, robots set out of the, the box
4: entirely? um variable okay uh, you're given a brain you're given motors um i think there are about two large ones much stronger and three small ones that you can use okay in the competition for like and for grippers yeah. and the yeah. arms and, and yeah it's definitely very variable um you're able to create little widgets uh to be able to complete tasks And that's encouraged within the competition because you have unseen task models um, which you have to build for and code for within the debugging time. So it's definitely something that would possibly change every year.
1: Okay. So uh, in fact, at every competition, you can get different on-the-day tasks with WER, can't you? You you, you turn up in the morning and... They've got, I think it's eight unseen ones and they pick out of those three Mm. or four to put on the mat Ah. that day.
2: So it's not as if you've rehearsed on the current challenge and you turn up to competition and plug it in and go.
1: You rehearse on about half of them and then Mm. they add more.
2: Okay, so you're, you're live coding solutions yeah. to mm-hmm. some of the challenges.
3: Yeah, they designed the competition. The competition's advertised for 40% seen tasks and six percent mm. unseen with like the way the points work. Okay. So your unseen tasks are worth a lot more points. And you can spend your time on them, get more points, um, but not do your seen tasks that like you've previously had time to work on mm. outside of you know, competition time.
4: Mm-hmm. It's designed to make it a competition for students, not for coaches or teachers. So right. you can go into it and you're not allowed to communicate with the coaches. Right. So you end up <laughs> having to deal with it on your own. Yeah. And to be able to get the maximum points, That's brilliant. you need to code yeah. on the spot. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I have vivid memories of being sat on the opposite side of the ontic and <laughs> Centre, kind of communicating purely by thumbs up and thumbs down. It's like, are we okay? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Did you get sent out? Oh, no, no, I, <laughs> I think they were, they, they were okay with, not with, holding with up signs. They
3: were, they were a lot more strict in China. Oh, we, we're we're while we're definitely. doing this, while we're trying to sort everything out and not actually being able to compete during the competition mm. time where we've got, a, a staff member just guarding our parents making sure we can't speak to them <laughs> even though we're wow. not even competing mm. yeah wow. okay. it was definitely a frustrating so, moment so yeah
2: so um, tell us about the setup then how big was the room that you were in what was it, was it like being huge, over there
4: absolutely um, massive the thing we, we noticed in china is everything's bigger They have so much space to fill. So there's just so much distance between (laughs) places. It's incredible living in a tiny country such as England. Um, We were in an arena that was just huge. It was fit to fill like thousands of teams. Um, And it was like, you could only just see the ends of the wall. Oh line. yeah, you know that yeah. kind of
3: glossed over, foggy kind of yeah. look that you get from a place being so massive. Yeah, that, it was it was absolutely. <laughs> really? it was also it's freezing. Like it by was the way, freezing. Oh. I was ill, <laughs> and I was just getting iller by the day because I was mm. cold. <laughs> oh. yeah. Not ideal, but oh yeah, definitely. But um, the adrenaline robot kind and pressure.
1: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, Melissa really? says it's much much bigger than XL. No. Right, like which is the biggest building I've ever been in. So, yeah. so,
2: so you're in different age categories and game categories. Mm. Were were the other people or the other teams doing your game around you? And yes, were, and then, then were there were so, other groups and categories throughout the rest mm. of the?
3: They basically they set you out into um, sectors of like A, B to F, I think. Yeah, um, and then. In, within your sector, you have each division. Mm. And then in each division, you have about nine seats. Very mm. complicated layout, but it made use of the space very well. Yeah. And then we had like, we're all sat around um, our, what, the map.
4: Yeah. Yeah. We have a little area. Um, so we're separated into the series that we do. Mm-hmm. We do the brick series four plus three which is the most widely used one, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're further separated into kind of little uh, circles full of um, people from our division. So we were surrounded by people in middle division, which are about between the ages of, is it 13 to 16? Yeah, something mm-hmm. like that. Um, and we have a mat in the middle that we can work on. So um, during debugging time, we can put our robot on the mat, test mm-hmm. it, before the competition begins. Okay, and is that sh- that mat shared? With yes, yeah, so that's a shared,
3: shared arena. We've all got to try and elbow away in to okay. get some time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then there's a
2: competition for arena sure. as well. Uh,
4: we use the same competition arena, but okay. it's we take it in turns to do each competition.
2: There's a deadline. Where mm-hmm. you yeah. have to be ready with your robot and there's yeah. no more synchronic. Yeah. Two
1: hours to debug. Two hours
3: debugging and then our each round is three, three minutes. minutes.
2: Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, we should maybe just explain how old you are and what year you are at school, maybe talk about age groups.
4: Yeah. We are both fifteen. Um Mercedes is in year ten and I am in year eleven. Okay.
1: Uh, the other two teams from sheffield but went along um they're a little bit younger aren't they
4: mm. yeah they they're are in the younger division elementary division they okay.
3: are what well, i don't know how they are though i'm not sure they're called uh, the mm. team robonauts so. yeah team
4: robonauts and there was also team fab which from tinsley which, oh yes, right from yeah. Tinsley. yeah okay
3: yeah they're, Not a, te- sure they're a team of three boys but they're in middle division they as well but they're end. on the younger end so yeah, we're on the okay. higher end of our division mm. the only f- that's the fun thing though because we don't if we're yeah. um, doing it next year because erin will be 16 at that point technically that could potentially push me up to high school division before i'm even if um, we're competing oh, next right, next so year, yeah. i like, yeah. see st- yeah stay together as team magenta yeah yeah
2: um, but presumably i mean you're gcse students yes now. But this the competition goes up to our A level. A level, yes. yeah, so, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So uh, we had an older team at, at
1: the Europeans this year. Okay. So uh, um, they they were just finishing their uh, they just finished their GCSEs um, before the uh, the competition oh, okay. started. Mm-hmm. So they had uh, to go they, they didn't spend a lot of time on it. To <laughs> be fair. Um, so, but um, uh, yeah, they had fun.
4: Which would be our position if we decide to do the July Open next year? Mm -mm. I'd be finishing my GCSEs. I think you do do, one of your GCSEs. yeah, I do one of my GCSEs.
2: It's quite a lot to take on then. (laughs) A
3: little (laughs) bit, yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, So, um, talk maybe uh, a little bit about how this, you know, where Sheffield sits in this. How many other UK teams are there? And I know you mentioned earlier, Martin, that the you yeah, had the European round of the WER Championships held here in Sheffield. In the Octagon Centre, right? Um, and so, you know, is there a sense that Sheffield is making a name for itself in British robotics?
3: I'd say definitely, because we made a lot of international con- connections while we were out mm. in China. And we spoke to a lot of teams, like we we spoke to the Australian teams yeah. and one US team that there was they would get yeah, US they, team, yeah. Um, and we were speaking, and a lot of them are very excited to come to the UK for the European Open. So we've made quite a name for ourselves, despite not many of us going to the international mm. competition. Um, I find that quite interesting, actually. Yeah. I think in the European competition, there was ten. In our division, from mm. the UK, and a lot of them were from China. They yeah. they make a big deal of it in China. They uh, yeah. the government likes to put a lot of money into the mm. the program. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah. So nationally wise, WER kind of um, has come um, come out of Discovery STEM mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. in the UK and Discovery that's, STEM. That's Melissa's uh, most mm-hmm. about organization. Yeah. down at Kellam Island um and so um sorry um and and so we've definitely got a a lead on the uh on the rest of the country uh, yeah in the rest of the country i think 92 percent of trained teachers are
2: currently sheffield based right (laughs) yeah right yeah because i know she's doing teacher training in this as well now and so um i think i did that Mm. 18 months ago or so right uh, okay just
1: before we we, we huh. first saw the first mo- uh, first uh, competition mm. um and so yeah it, um training is really really useful yeah. uh, and we was the only one that does that in person that I've come across really but um there's ju- well ve the have just started doing that for the junior stuff okay, okay. Uh, which is great um, and there is lots of training materials online uh, for all of them. But,
2: uh, but of course, yeah, as we train more teachers to do this, then they're going to go out to their schools around the country and start creating more teams that are going to be more competition for our robotics yeah. students mm. and teams.
3: It's just going to continue so. growing. It's already grown a lot since yes. last year and the year before that. And the UK is continue, um, continuously working its way up the scoreboard. So Right. Mm. Yeah, we had
2: three teams in Shanghai, did we? Yeah, yeah, this yeah. Year,
4: three teams, yeah. I believe uh, Team Fab was from Tinsley. Mm-hmm. We are both from Killamarsh. And um, I believe Team Robonauts was from Doncaster. Yeah. Yeah, but they yeah.
1: Um, train with uh, Discovery STEM. Okay. Yes. Um, in terms of the other competitions, uh, the uh, Vex IQ, we've uh, had teams from um, WAF. Uh, qualify for and um, go to Worlds last year for the for the younger ones. Right, uh, I think they were Y sixes that went. Okay, um, and then um, and then the IQ, like it spread fairly well across the country. Um, the VEX VRC one that we do uh, varies because for robots are metal and they're quite big. If you've got a budget advantage you have an adva- advantage right. so there is okay a tradition um um that uh well-funded schools yeah. uh kind of have a presence and we did kind of appear out of nowhere uh on the on national sc- uh, uh, scene last year right when we uh, obviously it was the second time we qualified for nationals but the first time we turned up yeah. and our students qualified for world me. straight off. Wow! So uh, yeah, that uh, <laughs> uh, was a bit of a surprise to the rest of the community um, and now people turn up to our competition to see what we're up to. Right, okay. So, well, that's um, cool. uh, which is uh, fun. Um, yeah, um, so we're about the only ones doing the VRC around here. The FTC's only just started yeah. Um, at the moment the regional for that's going to be in York so it's obviously we've not got loads and loads of teams for that yet
2: yeah. So, so how, how do you see this going? I mean, is robotics something that you two want to carry on with? Is it something that you're really excited about? Do other, do other kids get into it? Is it a spectator thing?
3: I'm extremely excited about it. Honestly, I have no idea if I want to carry on doing it, mm. but you know what? It's going to look fantastic on my CV for the rest of my life. <laughs> it's going <laughs> to um, no, it's made a massive improvement on how I've learned in school anyway because of the practical applications that you can apply to it. Mm-hmm. So
4: I don't know. We'll see how it goes. It's just presented so many opportunities. I mean, um, I think I can speak for Mercedes in saying that we thought we weren't going to continue with this, but now the July competition is rolling around yeah. and we're considering me. <laughs>
3: you know, just to see. The opportunities that have come from it are crazy, though. I mean, mm. we've... We've been to Rolls Royce. We've been back, we, um, You've been to the MRC. I missed it yeah. because I was ill. Um, where else have we been? We've been loads of places. We went to Shanghai. Yeah, we went to <laughs> Shanghai. That counts. No, uh, we've the amount of you know business connections we've made with people over this, and mm. we're still in secondary school. And so you even know, with um,
4: other students around our age from all yeah. over the world, we've made friends in Mexico, Panama, um, in Australia, in America, just everywhere. Um, it's been incredible to meet so many other people that are interested
3: in robotics like we are. Mm. So you know, might go work in Mexico in robotics for a bit. Never know. We'll see. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, it's, it's obviously opening up loads of doors and mm. giving you a, a sense that of what your opportunities could be as well, yeah. which is yeah. so hard. I and mean, we try try to do that a lot. So, so. Um, from our first year, um, our first
1: team, uh, Lewis. Um, who kind of was the leader of the team that won their second competition and uh, did really well and kind of became the, the mentor for, for the previous, subsequent years? He's in Hull doing robotics. Right. Um, we, this year, we have a bun- bunch of students who were on the team who, because they had things to show off from project work, but also the robotics being a big thing. Um, they had offers from all sorts of uh, universities which were really quite uh, low, I think it's fair to say. Um, yeah. And so they're in Coventry and Lancaster and, and Sheffield doing computer science and related bits and pieces. Um, and they all think it really helped them. Yeah,
2: so, uh, That's- it's fantastic. I would really like to see the success continue. And I'd really like um, more people to know about it, I guess, and more people to turn up to these competitions, especially when they're held in Sheffield. Um, and obviously you guys need sponsorship to go to these competitions and, and you know, your parents need to go with you. So there's a, there's extra funding requirement um, to get over there and do these things. So the more companies and people can get behind this, the better. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. m-
3: the more we can get it out there, that'd help for future teams. Maybe not just yeah. us, but yeah. definitely future teams because it was it was quite hard for us and we have access to a lot of places. So mm.
1: Yeah, so WER at the moment's being backed uh, slightly by HSBC and uh, Sheffield University, uh, comput- uh, the computer yeah. uh, department and there. And ARM uh, have got involved with them, um, Rolls-Royce and uh, uh, quite a few others uh, on the... VEX side, we haven't found any kind of major sponsors yet, but uh, we're, we have a, a team, like the students are, are looking, yeah. writing emails and stuff at the minute. So. Okay, well, if, if you're
2: listening to this and, and would like to get involved and um, support some of the teams or, or support, um, you know, the, the UTC or um, Discovery STEM specifically, um, and then get in touch and we'll, we'll pass the details on. Um, and hopefully we can send even more teams out to Shanghai next year. Mm. Um, the June competition, that's the thats the VEX competition, isn't it? Is that right? Or is that... Or oh, is that
1: the... We have a bunch of regionals for VEX coming up. Uh, so January, February time. Okay. The nationals is the, uh, the 29th, uh, 28th and 29th of February for VEX. Um, in May and June time, the... the Local competitions for WER will pick okay. up, and the European Open is
4: July's July
1: 20th ish. Mm. Okay, um, and then world
4: uh, competitions are usually in December. Well, yeah. the world's
1: in December for WER, but yeah. the Vex WER. World the the Kentucky in is in oh. April. Yeah, Kentucky in April, right. and FTC is also
2: in April. So, okay. um, yeah, busy, busy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's fantastic. Well, um, yeah, thanks so much for coming in talking to us about it it's been really fascinating to hear and congratulations on <laughs> on being having a second prize at the uh, at the world championships in shanghai mm. cheers thank you <laughs>
3: thanks
0: that was brilliant they were amazing yeah i love listening to that it's always nice to just sit and uh, watch, <laughs> watch, watch, watch you talk to people instead of having to uh, come up with questions yeah but, uh, no, it was I,
2: really it was really easy to talk to them because that's such a great story so impressive yeah
0: incredible achievement and uh, and fantastic for Sheffield too. Yeah. Um. The we, you you didn't mention the uh, the showcase the team that were at the showcase as well. No.
2: Yeah. We so we had um, so while those guys uh, were in Shanghai, we had the um, Vex Robotics team from UTC on stage at the showcase event uh, in December. Did they also have a, a catchy name for you? <laughs> that's yeah. That's Team Four Seven Six One Eight C. Yeah. Um. I think they do have a catchy name, but that's that's their Twitter account, and that's what the team's called. Have you officially. checked?
0: What, have you checked if you turn those numbers upside down? No,
2: it says, <laughs> it says boobies. No, it doesn't. I have no idea. I don't, I'd never asked them actually why the name, but um, yeah, they they were on stage um, uh, talking to me about that competition and what they're doing, and they brought their robot along to the showcase, um, and that video is going to we'll put that video out in the next week. Fantastic. But yeah, it's just it, all, all, I mean, all of this activity is just great. We really need to get more companies and um, and kind of institutional support behind it, I think, because we've, we've stolen a march on the rest of the country. Indeed, absolutely.
0: Okay, well, uh, just to wrap up, we need to tell you about upcoming events and meetups in the city. <laughs> Uh, we will start on the 7th, which is, as we record, I believe, next Tuesday, mm-hmm. or, as you listen to it, right now, possibly. <laughs> um, Last night, sorry. Yes. Uh, so on the 7th, we have .NET Chef. They're having a lightning talks uh, section. On the 9th, it is Go Sheffield. Mm-hmm. It's also the uh, next Sheffield Content Club. A lot of people are saying that's the best content-related content, re- content related meetup. <laughs> A very handsome host. Uh, no one's saying that. No. Uh, that's on the 9th. Uh, tickets are sold uh, sold out, but there's a waiting list, I can tell you that. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the 13th, uh, Smart Sheffield. A lot of people. <laughs> yeah, with a, <laughs> a genuinely, genuinely handsome host. <laughs> a lot of people <laughs> are saying good things about that, too. Um, on the 14th, it's uh, Northern Crucible, Digitalization in Manufacturing. Mm-hmm. Um, what's that? That's, a, that's not a regular thing, is that? No, Do you I don't know much about, about
2: that, actually? it.
0: No. Okay, well, sounds good. You can find out more on the. Uh, For
2: Christmas, like none, none of us have spoken to each other in two weeks. <laughs> yeah, more than that. Um,
0: you can find out more about all of these events, so uh, get more details by going to uh, sheffield.digital slash events. That's mm-hmm. where the calendar is, if you can, you can uh, hunt it out and follow the links. Yeah. Uh, on the 15th, it is Digital Meat Manufacturing, which sounds very similar, actually. I imagine that's a totally yeah, different that, thing.
2: Yeah, that's a, that's a regular event that um, John Bray at AMRC runs to get tech people and companies together with manufacturers.
0: Indeed, a former podcast guest. Mm-hmm. Um, on the 15th it's uh, .net chef mm-hmm. again. we are back. On the 16th it's Agile Sheffields. On the 21st of January it's the next uh Shiftwit Sheffield Women in Tech meetup. Mm-hmm. And then on the 23rd it is IR35 awareness. Um, it sounds like it should be a week, doesn't it? So it like Awareness <laughs> <laughs> Week, week
2: IR, yeah. It? I mean, a lot of freelancers know this. There's a there's yes. a lot of new legislation coming in around I thirty five. I should a, probably go to it, shouldn't we? maybe. <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: and uh, what next? We have membership uh, membership updates. So a big uh, a big thank you and a high five to H R M. They are a new company member
2: for Sheffield Digital. Yeah, that's HR media for people Oh is it? Okay. don't know the abbreviation like uh,
0: that. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Um, and individuals, individual memberships, we have Eve Barabbas, Mark Marsh, and Fiaz Zadik. Mm-hmm. So thank you to them too. You can become a member if you want, listener. You can, uh, you can go and sign up and support the, the work that Sheffield Digital does for just £5 a month. Yep. Very exciting. Just go to the website. And if you'd like to subscribe to this podcast, also a good idea, you can do that in Apple Podcasts or whichever app you like to use. You can find out more at slash Podcast, And uh, you can uh, go and leave a review. Give us some stars if you want to. Only five stars. Do you know that people have done this, Chris? Have they? Yeah, this has actually happened. <laughs> I must just... That's no, fabulous. No one's left a review, but we've had uh, two five-star reviews and a four-star review. You know what I want to know, don't you? <laughs> <laughs>
2: why who leaves a four star review (laughs) what could we have done who leaves a four star review without a comment you people well i'm I'm a bit like that (laughs) nothing's ever perfect
0: (laughs) oh dear right well that's it happy new year to everyone uh we'll be back in uh three weeks or so uh for the uh for the next episode of the show
2: yeah thanks Uh, again. that's it cheerio